world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalizing spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. live welcome everybody this is morning coffee my name is vince taglavia i'm here with andrea this is a little show on the red pill project where we bring you the news and events in the morning to start our days off while we enjoy our coffee together uh with y'all and each other um andrea kreft this is my co-host my partner in truth the one who helps me go through all the stories and we talk about what the hell's going on in Wonderland, which is what we designate our current reality as because it's just absurd. Uh, things are crumbling. We're watching it all unfold with you. And uh, yeah. I'm happy that she joins me. Andrea, good morning. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm or, Monday. I'm or I guess good. Monday. Uh, yeah, it's Monday. It's, well, I don't know. Maybe it's happy. And maybe what's it's so freaking happy about it? Right? It's... What's so freaking happy about it? It's like <laughs> no. a swamp. We're, I, like, it's supposed to be cold in Montana, but oh. we got a little bit of rain last night, and this morning it feels like you're living in the Everglades. Like, I'm not sure quite what happened overnight, but yeah. <laughs> I, I walked outside, and I was like, well, at least I don't have to water my garden. <laughs> yeah, that's one plus. It started raining here last night, too, and it's just gloomy out, and I'm just... I don't get it. And then other parts of the world, it's they're uh, melting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was brutal. It was over 100 degrees yesterday. It was like 102. And I was like, we were supposed to work outside. And then yeah. I ended up getting heat sick. And because probably because I didn't drink enough water because I was busy and I didn't think about it. And yeah, Man. it was kind of gross. <laughs> uh, I know you had a busy weekend. I did as well. I hope all of you had a good weekend. 
and that you are feeling in good spirits today. I'm having a tough time coming around. Man, especially in this gloomy weather and uh, just life, you know, so many things going on. Never ending, but you know what? It could always be worse. That's what I always say. And uh, we got to find the things in life to appreciate. Uh, Oops. Sorry, hold on a second. Playing my audio back. There we go. Um, Yeah, we got to find the things in life to appreciate and focus on that. Because there's so much doom and gloom and negativity and crazy people all around us globally. It's pretty scary. So find the ones you love. Spend time with them. Um, Good morning, everyone. Grandma Revolt. Jesse Sean over there from Facebook. Good morning. Good to see you guys. Megan Amber, um, thank you so much. You are celebrating a two-month sub-streak. Yay! That is so cool. Thank you. And good morning, Eric. Um, yeah, so we're live. Uh, obviously, if you guys are listening in the future and you want to see this live, maybe you're just listening to the audio and you're interested in the video, you can check that out at DLive, Rumble, Pilled, Facebook, um, oh, Clout wow. Hub, Odyssey, all these places. So Anywhere you watch Red Pill Projects, though. Yeah, redpills.tv is our main hub and archive. So enjoy it. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in um we're gonna get into it let's just roll right in eh what do you say let's do it let's do it um i kind of took a break from a lot of the stuff going on over the weekend just because i I was so busy but uh i did do a show with jim bob on saturday and i have to share with you andrea uh, for those of you who missed it we talked about magic and conjuring mm-hmm. angels and demons and how that was used centuries ago in treasure hunting and we were looking at old literature that talked about magic or science really is what it is and um one of these books called i think it's called natural magic from like the 1700s or 1600s uh, i don't remember the date I think it was like 1695. It's so fascinating. It talks about animal husbandry. It talks about planting. It talks about like how to grow fruit with like words written on it and like all this cool, interesting stuff. Uh, Weird. Yeah. And like tips and tricks. Do you think they were like genetically modifying stuff back then? They, yeah. Well, not through genetic modification like we do today, but through natural selection. Which is still a form of genetic modification because yeah. you can, you know, if something exhibits a certain trait, you can um, plant that, grow it, you know, you can splice trees together. Yeah, it talks um, about this type of stuff. Yeah, so it's a really cool practice, you know, but it is, it really is a form of genetic modification. It's just on a more natural level. It's not unnatural like what you find in today's world, right? Where Right they're um going in and messing with the dna strands and stuff like this and yeah, in those days like nature do what nature does and you know that's kind of a it's a form of evolution really because yeah, evolution is nothing more than changing from one state to another yeah i want to send you this pdf they talked about like how to grow um peanuts or how to, not peanuts how to grow like how to grow certain nuts without a shell or with a soft shell Interesting. Yeah, all this crazy, interesting stuff. Nature did that with crabs. Soft shell crabs, yeah. Huh. 
Those are, <laughs> like, that's weird. Uh, crabs, you know, <laughs> Whenever I think of soft shell crab, I think of like when a uh, finger without a nail. Oh yeah. Or they have. They also have uh, soft shell turtles. Oh. Those are weird, and they're they're ugly. They're they're like a pig nose turtle or something oh, like that. Jesus. They they have like a snout that's. They're pretty. Fu- they're pretty ugly. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. Um, yeah. But if you guys didn't check out Saturday's show, that's uh, called Makes You Think. We talk about diverse topics and things to check it out. And uh, also Josh has his Friday show where he goes off the beaten path into the fringe. His show's called Conversations on the Fringe. And he had a great one as well. So if you want to go back, I've you need some content. I've been missing a lot of those shows just because I've been so busy and everything. We've got a struggling garden and all of that. So I have, I'm like way behind on everything. Like I haven't seen any of the Mars Chronicles. I need to catch up on all of those stuff. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this winter I'll be able to binge watch all this stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just been crazy. I hear you. It's definitely tough to get all the content in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you guys send me videos and it's like, I can't even keep up. There's so much content. And usually it's long form content is the good stuff. So it's like two and a half hours or whatever to watch a show is crazy. It's so, so difficult, especially when it's like you just recorded a two hour show <laughs> or an hour or so right? or whatever. It's like, oh, but Anyway, let's talk about the news. We're going to talk about finance. We're going to talk about the U.S. world, a little bit of health, and then we're going to get on get on with it. So make sure you guys get your hot coffee ready. We're going in. It's Monday, uh, July eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. World is just going crazy. It's uh, speeding up. Like I can't believe we're halfway through July. It feels like it just started. It's crazy. Yeah, we just passed the halfway mark. It's absolutely crazy. And just watch. Before we know it, it'll be Friday, which we do our Friday Funnies episode of Morning Coffee. So I'm just going to patiently wait for that to happen. In the meantime, we're going to just keep on pushing. <laughs> so let's jump into finance. Um, we're gonna, we have a little bit of a more of a finance uh, segment today than we did last week. We've been kind of... Um, keeping it short and sweet and to the point to the main things because nobody likes talking about finance unless you're a nerd like me. But um, well, a couple and on top of that, there's things that are not really moved. Like it just goes up and down and up and down. And up and down. Yeah, it's pretty stale. Stale. So it's a slow decline. That's the main trend. Uh, a couple things coming up later this month, though, that we are going to be keeping our eyes on. Is the Federal Reserve the Federal Reserve will announce information regarding in, rising interest rates again, probably on July 27th, and is expected that uh, increase will be 75 basis points or even one percent, 100 uh, basis points. Um, so that's a big increase that doesn't match inflation, but it's just an attempt of, of them to uh, hold the narrative of we have control over the markets and we're doing something. Okay, so that's coming up. Also on July 28th, we have GDP numbers coming in. It's not expected that they're going to be great and this could be a huge trigger for a cascading downward trend continuing, continuation. So this month could get ugly. This could be it. We'll see what happens, but... uh, 
I'm not. I think optimistic. it's going to continue to decline until somewhere around the midterms. It's kind of when I'm what I'm looking at, what I'm seeing, and I'm not an expert by any means. Um, I think that they're trying to kind of hold out and push out. They want to cause as much pain and as much suffering as they can. And um, I think sometime, my guess is sometime September, October, right after kids get back to school and the weather starts to cool down before November, they're going to, things are going to crash and they're going to try, well, I think what they're going to try to do, this would make sense, right? This is what I would do. If I were evil and them, yeah, um, is I would crash everything and then try to send out stimulus checks and save the world, right? They may try again. I mean, they are in California, aren't they? Um, I think we heard a story about that. Also, tomorrow, Kramer is ringing the New York Stock Exchange bell to start the trading day, and last time he did this, there was like. Massive decreases in the market, and Kramer's just cursed, uh, Jim Kramer. So that's a little bit alarming. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> right? Kinda... I mean, it's always hard to say because you just don't know. Yeah. And I mean, everything is so artificially inflated and propped up that it's fake. You know, it? you can't look at it from a normal standpoint of normal economics, which follow patterns. Like there's patterns in math, right? We all know this. We all learn this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can watch things. And what we're seeing now is so artificial that there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. And so it's hard to predict what's going to happen from the standpoint of, you know, you, you kind of have to look at it from the standpoint of their agenda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is why, um, <laughs> which is why we never win unless you're in on it, unless you're part of the, unless you're part of the club. Oh, you mean like Paul Pelosi? Yeah, exactly. Let's take a quick look at what our numbers look like today. Actually, the markets are up. S and P five hundred is up 065 percent. Oil is at one hundred and one dollars. Gold one thousand seven hundred and eight dollars. Silver eighteen dollars and eighty cents. Wow. Uh, Bitcoin is at twenty two thousand one hundred eighty three. But yeah, of course, like you just said, Pelosi. If it's easy for these crooked politicians to do well in the stock market because they just do insider trading and get away with it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband buys millions in computer chip stocks before big subsidy vote. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband purchased up to $5 million in stock options on a computer chip company ahead of a vote on legislation next week that would deliver billions of dollars in subsidies to boost the chip manufacturing industry and new financial disclosures New financial disclosures show. Paul Pelosi's purchased on June 17th 20,000 shares of NVIDIA, a top semiconductor company worth between $1 and $5 million, the Daily Caller reported citing disclosure reports filed by the House Speaker. I think this article is... I have to look at the um, report, but the way it's written is really weird. Um, It says he bought stock options, but then here it says he bought the shares. So there's a difference there. Uh, Senators are expected to convene as early as Tuesday to vote on a bipartisan compensation bill to set aside $52 billion to boost domestic semiconductor manufacturing and give tax credit for productions. Um, Okay, so why... um, So this is interesting. $5 million 
let's say he bought $5 million in stock options for these chip companies prior to this $52 billion deal. Um, obviously, there's some prior knowledge there. And we see this trend with the Pelosi's. Um, despite being drunk all the time, they still seem to have flawless timing with all of their trades. Yeah, Having a right. net worth of over $100 million publicly. Who knows how much is in their walls. Um, but so this $5 million in options, the uh, options trading is um, a highly leveraged type of investment where he could easily make millions and millions of dollars on this trade, even though it's just a $5 million invest investment. Um, he also could execute these options and purchase the stock and just depends how he does, how they play the, how they play the market. But, um, it's just the corruption of the Pelosi's and this is what we see with our corrupt politicians. Terrible. Yeah. You want to take this next one? Sure. So this one, you know, is more a uh, dystopian 1984 Orwellian garbage right here. Social credit score tied to central bank digital currency looms. So this article is a little misleading in the fact that um, it's not really talking about that yet, but it ties kind of into it. So it says the United Kingdom just took a big step toward initiating a slave style social credit score. This score will be tied to your central bank digital currency and you won't be allowed to use your own money if you say the wrong things on social media. The dystopian laws and censorship are twofold for the ruling classes of the globe. They will lead the public into a social credit system that we know will be tied to a currency fully controlled by the masters. The slave state is tightening its grip. An amendment to a bill in the UK would mandate all social media users to be given a truth score that predetermines the accuracy of their posts. <laughs> the amendment has been proposed to be added to the already odious online safety bill, which would censor legal but harmful content and was introduced by conservative party lawmaker john penrose according to a report by summer news the amendment states that any users who have produced user-generated content published news or merely posted comments or reviews should be ranked by the platform in question with a score given denoting their historic factual accuracy the rules would apply to anyone who receives a certain threshold of online views with that figure to be determined by the uk communications regulator Ofcom. Like something out of a dystopian fiction, Penrose, the MP for the Western Weston Supermare, has proposed that the government forces online platforms to maintain a score of how truthful a person is determined by their past statements, writes Dan Freya. Hmm. Um, so what we can see here is that once they institute this, then they put in the social credit. So this is kind of what this is, right? It's a social credit score. Um, if you're being graded on your social media posts or the information that you're putting out there, the sharing of information that you're putting out there on the internet and from social media companies and such, um, you know, that's YouTube and all of them, then you're given this, the score on how it, it's not even a score on how factual the post is. It's how factual your, your, all of your posts together combined are. So once they institute this, then they roll out, and, and this is what we're seeing with the, the collapse of 
monetary systems around the world and our currency, then as soon as that collapses, then they roll out these digital currencies and their central bank digital currencies. That's tied to your social credit, your truth score. And then it just, they keep adding to that. And pretty soon, you know, they can do, it allows them, it opens the door for carbon footprint scores and, um, you know, your vaccination status is in, put into there. And, you know, you it think. ties everything. To, yeah, it can, it wow. has the potential to tie everything. And that's why I wow. said the article is a little misleading in the fact that. It, it makes sense to me, but thing that i wanted to clarify and i don't even know if i need to but i just have this thought so i'm going to in a logical world where it's not wonderland you would think somebody like myself or andrea or josh would have just phenomenal phenomenal truth scores but no this is their truth which is bullshit commie crazy dystopian nonsense based on their opinions of wokeness and dictatorship control over the world and they want this one world government and all this so unfortunately it's not uh anything uh, positive at all it's a creepy dystopian control mechanism i don't like it i'm not shutting up though i don't care i'll have a shitty score it'll be a badge of honor <laughs> right i mean that's kind of how i feel about it they already like, I... keep us from getting a bunch of followers and yeah. Anyway, they'll be like, you don't meet the threshold. We already censored you pretty good. Well, and think about Fuck. this, too. They've kind of already rolled a version of this out, right? Like, we have sure. credit scores. And it's supposed to be based off of your financial ability to pay your bills and stuff, right? It doesn't. There's a lot of things that it doesn't take into account. Um, it doesn't take into account, you know, if you've lost your job and you're unable to. And so even if you're making payment arrangements, if you're paying less than the amount that you are owed or that you owe, or if you're not able to pay at all, it doesn't matter. Like they don't look at a lot of that stuff. And now we've seen the rollout of your automobile insurance. A lot of times is based on your credit score. Oh. So your financial ability to pay your bills, but what does that have to do with your ability to drive? right and it's, not yeah. get into an accident and and being a responsible driver has nothing to do with being a you know financially responsible like two yeah. are not so if you have bad credit you have to pay more for your car insurance yes a that's lot of a, times you do that's ridiculous yeah and there's a lot of things so they're they also do the same thing with jobs like they're checking credit scores for jobs now yeah. and they they justify this by saying well we want to make sure that you're not you know you're not so in debt that you're going to steal from our company this right like that's how they justify they're going to do the same thing when it comes to a social credit score and they do this when this you... was all in preparation they're getting people used to the idea of being judged on a credit score so that when they roll this out then you know people are like oh well this is yeah. like, when you buy or rent a house too they do the same thing obviously yes, they, they run your credit right and so like i mean if people have to choose between making their house payments or their rent payment or paying their credit card bill, what do you think they're going to do? If you don't pay your credit card bill, that's, you know, going to affect your credit, right? If you don't, let's say you have thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars worth of medical bills and you can't pay those, you know, because you have to live, that affects your credit score. 
Let's say you file bankruptcy on all of those medical bills. That affects your credit score. It has nothing to do with your ability. Like people are going to pay for their houses. They're going to pay for their cars. They're going to pay their utility. You know, people are going to do the things that are necessary to live. They make it harder. They're really milking everybody for every penny they can. They absolutely are. And they're controlling because what happens if you have crappy credit? You pay more for insurance. You pay more for this. It's like, well, how does this make sense? Because if you obviously could afford to pay more, you wouldn't have bad credit, right? (laughs) Yeah. And how isn't the argument that credit scores are racist coming up with the left? (laughs) Right. Exactly. So you have people that are in disproportionately, you know, um, low income areas, whether they're white or black or whatever, that are struggling, who have no credit or have shitty credit because of this. How are they ever supposed to get out? You can't. So the system that we've we've allowed to be created is meant to enslave people, and it's meant to keep people as slaves so that they can never escape the system. Yeah, it's a really shitty game. And so it's just this is just another rollout of that, in my opinion. Yeah, in a really creepy, more advanced, dystopian, futuristic, but the future is now kind of way. Yeah. I don't. I won't do business with you. Straight up. Whatever. I'll just. I'll, if you guys want to do business with me, I accept um, seashells and <laughs> right? goods. <laughs> That's what we'll use. Yeah, it's just crazy. And um, unfortunately, it's the world that we live in. It's wild. When it comes to... Hopefully they fail. I hope it's, so. Although, you know, they seem to be doing not doing pretty good at rolling out their creepy agenda. Yep. That is for sure. They're probably going to be like if illegal immigrants get an automatic five uh, five rainbow creditors uh, or uh, mm-hmm. five rainbow rating if you come into right. our country. Yep. Anyway. I don't know. That joke needs work. Um. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> to be honest. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the U.S. news here. Let's get out of finance. Yeah. Uh, this is a good story. I was happy to see this. You know, the amount of news that I didn't read over the weekend and crammed when I woke up at the crack of dawn this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of all that stuff I missed, I did catch this, and it really, this kind of stuff I'm happy to see, but you don't see it reported on the fake news media, that's for sure. Nope. You want to cover this one? Sure. Says so real hero of the day, armed citizen, shot and killed a man with a rifle who was shooting at people, shooting people at an Indiana mall food court. Police, victims, three killed and two wounded. So an armed Citizens shot and killed a man with a rifle who had started shooting people at the Greenwood Park Mall in Greenwood, Indiana. So it was a false flag. And somebody, a good guy with a gun, went in there and killed him before he could kill a bunch more people. Because I think that, you know, people are starting to see these for what they are, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But um, I think people are grabbing says, their firearm when they are trained and have a concealed carry permit before they go outside in public to crowded areas, yeah. too. Which yep. is great. So it was three people were killed and two were wounded in addition to the shooter being killed. The person who stopped the attempted mall massacre was a 22-year-old man lawfully carrying a handgun 
who was called by police the real hero of the day. No description of the dead shooter was released, except that he looks to be an adult male with a rifle and several magazines with ammunition. The shooting took place around the mall's closing time of 6 p.m. A new Indiana law allowing constitutional carry for handguns in public went into effect July 1st. So you can see what they're trying to do here is they're trying to create this false flag of constitutional carry. They're like, oh, well, we can't have that, so we're going to cause a mass shooting, right? And then somebody who was legally carrying because of the constitutional carry laws put a stop to this. And if more... If more people carried legally in these situations, we would see a lot more of this where citizens are able to, in a way, police themselves when the police aren't there, Mm -hmm. which is what we have the right to do. The Constitution gives us the right to do this. So I was really happy to see this because it really destroys their narrative, right? Yeah. You know, because how many, if he wouldn't have been there, if that young man hadn't been there, how many more people would have died? Who knows? Five, could 10, have been many. 15? Yeah. I mean, who knows, right? And this guy put a stop to it before it escalated. Now, there were three people killed and two others that were injured, which is unfortunate. And our our hearts and our prayers go out to those families who lost loved ones. But um, it could have definitely been much worse. And I love the fact that they're not releasing his description or who he was. Because it, it takes away yeah. all of it. Like they that. can't say, oh, it's a waste of privacy, because nobody it's knows. Like, no, he's, right? a he's dead. It doesn't person. matter. Yeah. So I think people are starting to wake up to this. And so I think this is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, especially imagine the people that are there who um, survived and saw what happened and that uh, they could have potentially died had that man not been there to protect everybody uh, with his legal... <laughs> with his Second Amendment right, our Second Amendment right, um, mm-hmm. I think that could wake you up. I think that somebody with blue hair nearby could just maybe have a little epiphany that day and think. Huh. Well, yeah, because what do you say? Man, I really wish you weren't here with your gun so more of us yeah. would have died. You like, put all <laughs> lives at risk when you saved our lives, asshole. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Because as soon as that guy was dead, like, as soon as he was shot and he was dead, that gun stopped killing people. It's amazing. Absolutely. And we see these things happen over and over again as uh, the mental health crisis in the world continues. I believe it's part of this whole type, MK Ultra type of experiment help happening around the world with the crooked media, creepy cartoons, creepy satanic music, and all this garbage that's in all of our media. Uh, anyway, I want to go back. We were talking about the... Um, Illegals. I made that joke. I just want to clarify it was a joke that illegal immigrants coming to the U.S. get good scores automatically. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. I know. Are you getting hammered for that? Well, I just don't know if it was clear. I just wanted to clarify. I was joking. That's. I thought when I said it was like they got a five star or five rainbow rating right away. That was the joke because it's like putting the gayness into the score. But um. <laughs> oh, is that what they're gonna do? Now? I see how this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was just a parody, joking of what they might do. Might happen though, just like 
I mean, who knows anymore, right? <laughs> the things that we joked about like two or three years ago are actually happening now. And we're like, true. oh, crap. That's true. But it was for now just a joke. And I, I get yeah, it. It's a joke until tomorrow. Yeah, right. Or, or next week. <laughs> Looks like Nate's joined us. Hey, Nate. Yeah, good morning, Nate. Speaking of illegals crossing the border, our next story is uh, that right oh, yeah. exactly. This was. This is funny. This is funny news. It's not even Friday yet, and we already got funny news. <laughs> Democrat D.C. Mayor Bowser wants Biden regime to stop illegal aliens from being bussed into D.C. Why? <laughs> that is so racist. Right? Not in her backyard. She's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about the rest of us, Bauer? Oh my gosh, I think Bowser. I should take a tunnel straight from Mexico right into your backyard, Mayor Bowser. Um. Democrat D.C. Muriel Bowser on Sunday said she wants the Biden regime to stop illegal aliens from being bussed into D.C. Earlier this year, Texas began dispatching buses to southern to the southern border to transport the illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C., which, by the way, I don't agree with this. Um, no, I don't either. Coliseum. Governor Greg Abbott announced during his press conference in April that his state will begin to use charter buses to ship illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. as part of his, part of his strategy for the overwhelming influx of illegal immigrants, quote, to help local officials whose communities are being overwhelmed by hordes of illegal immigrants who are being dropped off by the Biden administration, Texas is providing charter buses to send these illegal immigrants who have been dropped off by the Biden administration to Washington, D.C., Government Governor Abbott announced. Quote, we are sending them to the U.S. Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to co come across the border. Uh, that's what he continued to say. The first bus arrived in mid-April. Democrat Bowser is angry that hordes of illegals are overwhelming the homeless shelters in D.C. and she wants the federal government to intervene. She said, I fear that they're being tricked into nationwide bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America. You know, there's a little video. I don't know how long it is. but The uh, Washington Post report. Oh, we have no sound. Yeah. Here. Oh, oh shit! What the fuck? That was weird. What did you did? I don't know. America. The uh, Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up, um, and groups were getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and and Arizona are sending here, full of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, we have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Uh, we, we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. Uh, I worked <laughs> with the White House to make sure that FEMA provided a grant to a local organization um, that is providing services to folks, um, but I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America. See, the How problem do you know? is How they, does she know don't their actually, they don't know, right? They can't. They don't know where these people are, unless it's all pre-planned. It is, is pre-planned. They're going to... It's they want to infiltrate all 50 states, and so... Um, but there are going to be people who come across the border who, for whatever reason don't have the means or simply don't want to leave Texas, right? That are going to overwhelm those. And 
not that I, I, I 100% disagree with Abbott's decision to send people to Washington, D.C., because they are getting there, and they're they're just going all over the U.S. from that point. Um, but I say boo-hoo, Bowser, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's funny. You know, Democrats are all pro-illegal immigration until you ask the them. The problem comes to their city. Until it comes to their doorstep. And then yeah. it's oh no that, that's not right no you can't no, this is we don't want them here yeah, why are you sending here. them to Washington D.C. Yeah. not and she says it not in my backyard yeah um you're part of the problem so yeah you can deal with it in your backyard too yeah. maybe we should invite them to your house seriously if you don't want tacos in your house or in your backyard then you're racist exactly she is racist I mean who doesn't like a good breakfast taco come on <laughs> I love breakfast. Oh, what a dummy. <laughs> she is. But I thought it was funny, you know, because somebody like her that is going to sit there and, you know, promote this stuff is like, I don't want it in my area. Why are my homeless shelters filling up? Well, you're part of the problem. <laughs> so deal with it. Why should we have to deal with it? We don't want this. We're trying to stop it from happening. Yeah, and what did and you say? You said, like you said it was planned, or you said it, See, or they were tricked. The trick was, you didn't say that. Well, you said that, they said that. The trick is when they didn't secure the damn border after it was ready to be finalized and they fucking blasted it wide open for everybody to come here. That was the trick. Yep. Yeah. It, that was 100% the trick, because they could have stopped this. And it, You know, if they would have finished that border wall, um, we wouldn't currently have this problem, and Mayor Bowser in Washington, D.C. wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, or at least it would be very significantly reduced. Right. And why should the federal government do anything? Washington, D.C. is a standalone entity. It's not even part of the United States. Yeah, so it's not even uh, our I problems. mean, it is a part of the United States, but it's separate. It's a... Uh, yeah. It's its own district. It's a district. It's not a state. And they get federal funding, but they shouldn't. They're trying to make Washington, D.C. a state. Hell no. Thank God that hasn't happened yet. I know, right? Man. They're doing everything they can to really screw up this government that we created that isn't really exactly working for us anymore. Um, we have a story here that's just absolutely ridiculous, nonsensical madness. Straight out of Wonderland, hot off the press. Um, Do you want to go ahead and take this one? <laughs> yeah, we'll just cover it briefly. Yeah. Uh, Andy No published this story. New Jersey trans woman pictured below was transferred after impregnating two at women's prison. Trans woman, Demetrius Demi Minor, pictured, obviously a man, has been transferred to a new facility in New Jersey this month after impregnating two women at the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for Women. Minor is serving 30 years for stabbing her foster father to death. Quote, this week I was moved from a female facility to a male facility. I mean, this type of hatred towards who I truly am has to stop, Minor tweeted from a Twitter account. Managed by her advocates, the ACLU of New Jersey had sued the state to force it to house trans prisoners where they want. Minor, who is 27 years old, was moved to the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility. Oh, wait, excuse me? 
Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't know why they moved him there, but that is really dumb. Yeah, also, I let, saw let me that. repeat it. They, he was moved to the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility after stabbing his father to death, impregnating two women at a women's prison, and just being a generally all-around shitty guy who claims to be a woman. And you, I'm sorry, but if he was truly a woman, he would not have facial hair. He would have, you know, right? Chemically castrated, you know? Honestly, it's like, okay, dude, you want to be a woman? Chemical castration. Let's whack that thing off. Let's give you a new hole. Okay. You know? Andrea, calm down. You can't talk like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. You can. No, you can. I, I, it, it's, it's you're, I know you're slightly parodying, but seriously, right. this shit is madness. Um, you're putting this criminal in with this adult criminal in with children. And then he's pretending to be a victim. Like... Right. And granted, I understand that these children are also in a detention facility. Like, these are not great children, right? The the problem is, is we should be focusing on rehabilitating children. Yeah, anybody could end up in one of those facilities. Right. And a lot of times, you know, and I understand that a lot of times these youth correctional facilities don't always turn out the greatest adults. And a lot of people age out of them. And a lot of people... A lot of children end up, you know, going on to serve further sentences in adult prisons. Yeah. But they are still children. And children have, there's a different set of rules when it comes to children. And that's my view on it. Whether they're in a detention facility or not, Mm -hmm. you know, kids, kids make dumb choices because their brains are not fully developed. Um, and once their brains a, fully develop, it's not just not develop brains, but the extreme amount of influence of negativity in our society. Right. And well, that and hormones. I mean, hormones play a huge part in this too, right? Like, um, these are all things that we learned, right, in biology class or in science class and stuff as we were growing up. And, yeah, but and, and kids don't make good choices. Right? I don't know, and especially when. They're raised in in families that are designed to fail. Like our society yeah. has created a system of failed families. Yeah, and these and systems are corrupt. They I, are. They're one hundred percent corrupt. I wonder though what their procedures and policies are that they allow a twenty seven year old murderer uh, with a mental disorder to go into their youth program. I don't get this at all. I don't either. Maybe he identifies as a child. Who? I mean, who knows? Like, and yes, what I was saying, a lot of it was um, a parody on some level, right? Like, yeah, it was an exaggeration. But it, I, it is an exaggeration. Um, if he was really interested in being a woman, though, like there are things that he would have done. This guy doesn't even look like a woman, right? Like, I think this is. I think it's a. I think he is taking advantage of this leftist societal view of, oh, all I have to do is say that I'm um, an L or a G or a B or a T or a Q or a plus or this or that or this or I'm this or I'm special and I get special privileges Yep. and I can be the victim even though I'm a murderer? Okay, I'm going to do that. I mean, how many men 
who are looking at prison, right? Who know that they're going to be stuffed in a cell with a bunch of other dudes. And probably be the bitch. And, right. Aren't going to be like, oh, well, wait a minute. There's a loophole in the law here. <laughs> like, I can identify as a woman and they have to send me to a women's prison. Yeah, and they and, don't want to... Well, and it's like, at that point, we might as well just have co-ed prisons, right? You know it's what? Like... You know why they're sending him to a youth prison? Or a youth facility? No, I have no idea. I can't well, even begin. What else? What instead of doing that, what could they do? Uh, rape children? No, no, no. Instead of sending him I, I to, like, instead of sending that guy, oh, the they could have, should have sent him to regular prison for men. Yes, is what they should have done. Would not have been a, They would not have treated him very well there. No, they absolutely wouldn't have. And Which, you know what? What happens when he injures? Or damages children, and they do end up having to transfer him to a male facility. What's going to happen to him then? He's probably going to I mean, get like murdered. this is this is going to escalate to a point where, like, just all around, this is a bad idea. Yeah, our society is so sick and crooked and twisted and weird, especially when it comes to these and, organizations and, that are supposed to be doing good for everyone. Yeah, just right. absurd, and the fact that. I don't agree how Andy No wrote this article either, saying she this and she that. It's like, dude. It's a he. Identify this person as what they are, which is a man. Can we stop? Yeah. Can we just stop playing that game? I don't get it. It's silly. I'm not going to... I am not going to be a part of other people's mental illnesses. Yeah. Like I said before, if you have an Adam's apple and you have facial hair and you have masculine features and masculine traits I am going to refer to you with masculine pronouns you are going to be a he and adjectives and adjectives <laughs> right yeah yeah well. I, I'm going to refer to you as what I see you as not what you identify as because I don't really give a crap what you identify as like I'm going to identify you as what I see you as and if you look like a dude, I'm going to refer to you as a dude. Yeah. How is this controversial? I don't know. But I, I don't know. Like, if you saw this person walking down the street, would you think, oh, that's a hot chick? <laughs> I mean, come on. No, right? Not even. <laughs> you're, no, you're going to be like, wow. That, I mean, even I, you're going to look at that and be like, oh, it's another dude, right? <laughs> you, don't, you don't look at somebody like this and be like, man, that's super hot chick seriously so. let's let's look it on with it this uh next article did i i think i accidentally put this in there no i put it in there okay okay go ahead okay so biden to announce one billion dollars in food aid for the middle east that's right we can't get baby food for our infants here in the united states but we're going to send a billion dollars to the middle east um, U.S. President Joe Biden will announce $1 billion in new food aid to the Middle East, a senior official said Saturday, amid rising food insecurity induced by the war in Ukraine. The president will announce today that the United States has committed $1 billion in new near-to-long-term food security assistance for the Middle East and North Africa regions, the official said in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, where Biden is concluding a regional tour. So we're going to send a billion dollars for a billion dollars cash yeah. for food to the Middle East. 
when we're starving here, Saudi Arabia won't help us with oil production. We're obviously not capable of producing it here because of, you know, this tyrannical regime. But, you know, we're just sending, we can't get baby food here. We're having a supply chain crisis. We've got an energy infrastructure crisis. You know, we've got food plants burning burning down. Why aren't we spending a billion dollars on government assistance to rebuild these food manufacturing plants, right? Like, let's in, what happened to investing in America? They're they, laundering they don't money. Care because it's America last. How much of that money comes back? Country. They're laundering. It's bribes. They are 100% laundering money. Yeah, you think and that anybody's going to be better off as far as being a Fed goes in these countries? No. They'll probably take a small portion of it and do some community work, but a billion if they really cared about food security and stuff like that they wouldn't be waging war in the middle eastern countries no they'd be trying to cause social um what's the word i'm looking for um my brain just drew a blank like it was fun um they wouldn't disrupt things yeah i had a biden moment I have them all the time. Um, but they're trying to cause chaos and instability in those regions and stuff, and with war, social instability. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, you know, what they do. And so if they really cared about that, they would let those people live their lives. Yeah, they'd like be they educating, they'd be fixing, um, they'd be fixing it at a communal level of with education and all this type of stuff. Yeah. They'd be teaching a man to fish, not buying him a billion dollars worth of fish. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what an idiot! Just stealing, but, stealing our wealth, and stealing our wealth, and stealing. And yeah, and I didn't see Biden make the announcement. I don't know if it's going gone through or what, but this was a couple of days ago, and uh, this was announced on Saturday. So my guess they is haven't redacted it or anything. So I think this is going through. Probably going to go forward. We'll see. They got to, I guess, formally get all the things done to do that, but. That's what he's talking about. He's probably going to do it. He's probably going to do a lot more than just that, too. They're, who knows? They're going to just print whatever they can and launder. And for how many, how many years under Trump did they're yeah. like, we don't have any money. We don't have any money. We can't build the border wall. We can't do this. We can't, we do, can't do that. We don't have the money for that. We can't send American stimulus checks even though we stole their jobs. We can't raise the debt ceiling or what were they? Right. And now they're just like throwing cash around everywhere. And it's. And the American people, I don't know if most Americans have to see this, right? Like, I think that's largely ignored. People don't see all these news stories. Yeah, it's sickening. And so you know, they don't... Well, yeah, unless they go look for them. Yeah, maybe so. Um, They're bombarded with other garbage and propaganda. Yeah. Do you want to give some shout-outs to the people? Sure. We've got um, Victoria Pandora is just following us. Thank you for the follow. We appreciate it. Vader's 369, the gift of the cookie, says ML, Vince, and Andrea. And then Megan Amber 17 donated two ice creams. So thank you guys for all of your, uh, your support and your donations. We appreciate it. It means a lot, you know, to us. We absolutely love our audience. We have one of the best audiences out there. So, 
Yeah. Yes. Truly. Thank you, guys. We've got a new follower. What a special day. Yeah. Thanks, Yay. Victoria. I love new followers. Alrighty then. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about what the hell is happening around the world, and then we'll end it with a little bit of health. Um, this was an interesting story. An aircraft has crashed in the north of Greece. Air accident, according to Greek state broadcaster ERT-1 and an A-12 operated by Meridian Air Cargo. It was flight MEM-3032, as reported by Greek City Times. Is that what it is? Greek? Sure. Yeah. The aircraft crashed in the north of Greece. It was a cargo plane. Uh, went into the sea, turned back around, and crashed into the land. Here it is was a video. a Ukrainian uh, yeah. ship, I believe. Or a Ukrainian... Um, Ukrainian cargo plane. This is it. On fire as it descends. And crashes. And rubbing into the For... Sorry, what? What's your level of suspicion as far as... Do you think it got shot down by the Russians? Do you think it was carrying... It was carrying um, weaponry. Because, based on the reports that I heard and saw... They said that explosions continued for a long time and uh, fire rescuers were unable to get near because of that. I think that air I think that airplane crashes are rare. I know that airplane crashes are rare. And um, I I think that's likely that it was targeted. I think there were also people on there, like a number of people too, more than just like two or three, wasn't there? I, I, I don't know how many passengers. I thought I remembered hearing somewhere over the weekend that there was like 20, 22 people on board or something. I don't remember exactly, but I do remember thinking, well, that was not strange. Sure. A lot yeah. of people on board, but I could be wrong. I don't know, but I just thought that was uh, pretty notable. Uh, I think it's I think it's an indication of somebody attacking Ukrainian imports of weaponry. Right. Something caused yeah. that plane to catch on fire before it crashed, which yeah. is a rare event. Patriotic Pisces says that uh, two planes collided with each other in Las Vegas yesterday. Are you serious? That's even more rare. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's really bizarre. You know, and you have to wonder on some of this stuff, like, I don't know, I'm assuming that these were um, passenger planes, maybe, maybe they weren't. Um, how, how much of this has to do with the jab that pilots were forced to take and the mandates that they were forced to, um, to two planes collided with each other in Las Vegas? I don't know. It could happen. It's really hard to say. Four people died from it. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next here? You've got nearly half of the EU territory is at risk of drought. Yeah, this is bad. They're, I guess, in the, they're having a they're, huge heat wave over there in the UK today, too. 
98 they are, minutes. and I think it's been a couple of days worth of this stuff. And um, I think kind of all over Europe is they're having this heat wave. And we're seeing the same thing here in the U.S. too, which is really unusual, um, except for like in my neck of the woods. I mean, it's really and hot here. But we're still getting storms. It's like 50 so, or 60 degrees here. Yeah, is, isn't Pacific that really Northwest. strange? Like we've got this one little corner of the U.S. that's kind of cold. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't while the rest of the world. Now, last year we had that. Like we were in this heat wave last year that was really abnormal. Um, I mean, I haven't been in Montana for a super long time, but from what I could gather is that heat waves like this aren't common. And last year was really terrible. Like it sterilized all the pollen in my flowers. So I didn't, I couldn't get any of my vegetables to produce. I got no tomatoes. I got no zucchinis, you know. Um, and I think this is part of why, uh, call me a kooky conspiracy theorist, but I think the, the weather is manipulated and um, things are put into the atmosphere to modify it. There are different techniques to doing so. And I think that it's part of this starvation plan and it is um control because over you, people right and that is unfortunately a, a big part of this is um your heat severe heat like this can sterilize the pollen in your flowers um so if you've got flower producing fruits and vegetables and stuff like that then you're not going to have that um, obviously the hotter it is, the drier, the more it dries things out, water is drying up and evaporating and it's not coming back in the form of rain. And so now you've got water wars, which is kind of where we're at is we're starting to enter that phase. Um, Lake Mead is at its lowest level in since a really long time, like they're expecting Lake Mead to dry up. You know, the Colorado river is very low. And we're seeing this worldwide. It's not just in one area. You know, there's yeah. a lot of Didn't we just art. cover that but dam? But you remember, too. Yeah. They want to circumvent a dam yeah. to allow yeah. trout or allow salmon to swim salmon. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they want to cause even more problems with water and electricity and our infrastructure. And they yeah. want to destroy everything because, you know, it's part of this whole Build Back Better thing. You can't build anything back unless you tear it all down. Yeah. And, and so they have to tear all of this down so that they can build it back up the way they want. Yeah. And of course, and they're pushing the extreme. Local, yeah. This is our fault. This is you because you didn't recycle your milk jug, you fucking asshole. What's wrong with you? Don't you care about the earth? Stop using yeah. plastic straws, you bigot. Look at this next story. They push this climate stuff. And all this, and I see that happening, especially in the UK, and not just the UK, but everywhere. But with this heat wave, they're really focusing on it. And tomorrow's supposed to be even hotter, by the way, so stay safe out there. It's not that crazy, though. California has this for, like, three months straight, 104 degrees, whatever. Anyway, they're yes. not built for it. So look look at this next story. This is freaking nuts. Yeah, the UK halts all flights at largest Royal Air Force base because the runway has melted. Let's just listen to what she has to say, because... Crazy. Breaking news now. Sky News understands uh, the RAF has halted flights Sorry. in and out no, of RAF Bryson Norton because. This. Let's just bring you some breaking news now. Sky News understands uh, the RAF has halted flights in and out of RAF Bryson Norton because the runway has melted. 
in this extreme weather. Now, Bryce Norton is in Oxfordshire. It's the largest RAF base in the country. And another source has been telling Sky News this afternoon that contingency plans have been implemented to ensure that there is no impact on any military operations today. They're runway mounted. What the fuck? They're, that's what they're doing. Look at those temperatures. That's in, maybe that's Texas. Oh yeah, Texas. Elijah, uh, Eliza Schaefer tweeted, we vaccinate our runways in Texas so we can fly in 98 degree heat. The UK is always way behind. Right. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, like I said, here in Montana, it was 102 degrees where I was at. Today, it's supposed to be like 96 and we're supposed to be in the high 90s this week. Um, but our, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think from what I could gather in the couple of years that I've been here, this is pretty normal for the middle of July going towards August. Um, maybe, you know, we're usually in the 90s, I think, on a regular basis. Like, I don't think we're on, we've had one day over 100. Um, there's not any of those in our forecast that I'm aware of that I saw. But yeah, all over the world, there's strange weather, strange happenings. I don't know what to make of it. Well, I think it's all by design. I think it's all it is. I think the extremes are by design. They want extreme heat and they want extreme cold so they could burn your plants and then they could freeze them. I don't think they want people to be self-sustainable. And that's part of this whole climate change hoax. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it is. It's a climate change hoax. They're trying to push an agenda, and this is what they're doing. They they have the ability to manipulate the government. Yep, they'll fly the they'll fly their jet into your city to tell you about it. But I'm going to say, don't worry about the heat and killing all of the plants and not having enough water, because if you're in Canada, your government is going to spend eight and a half million dollars on insect production to force people to eat bugs. So you don't you don't need plants. Like you're, you're, 8.5 million. You're going to eat the bugs and live in the pod, and you're going to be happy with nothing. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> Insect production facilities. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to say, oh, there's no food? Well, we have cricket. Cricket powder. Yeah. Cricketos. <laughs> and cricket hot pockets. I, I'm sorry, Canada. My heart goes out to you. Oh, we'll be right uh, there with you, Canada. Our government's tyrannical, too. Right, yeah. Um, but uh, I hope you enjoy eating your alternative source of protein, as they call it, and your cricket powder. Because I think they're planning on, once they get up and running, they will be the largest producer, and they're going to, they'll have the capacity to, ge- to generate up to 13 million kilograms of insects a year. They will turn into powder. Yeah, they eat bugs all over the world, but... And they're going to... Well, what's going to happen is they're going to do this, right? And they're going to start adding this into... As an ingredient. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to start adding it into everything, including your pet food, just so you know. And they'll probably put little microchips in there and try to control your brains. Yeah, you will eat the bugs and you'll be happier. Oh, my gosh. I, I just... I can't... Even. They're like, if we couldn't murder you with our creepy jab, well, we're going to feed you crickets. <laughs> yeah, I just... Oh. Um, people are still suddenly dying. 
Yeah, the Canadian chief of emergency medicine. Yeah, well, Olympic well, sailor and a marathon runner. They all suddenly die. Suddenly, while on a run. It's just these people go on a run and they just drop dead. Um, right, I mean, isn't that normal? Don't people just don't really do that? I mean, you just go out for a ride and you're like... Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> now it is. This is the new normal. Sudden that's adult death normal. syndrome. You know, because that's a thing. Disgusting. This is the jabs, and of course they want to jab the children. Nobody's listening to the real science or hearing the sounds of the alarms. They just keep making more and more jabs. Jabs for everything. Jabs, jabs. especially for the gay people for some reason, which they say are more prone to monkeypox. Which um, I think is bullshit, but yeah. Look at hundreds line up for the monkeypox vaccination in New York. All men. <laughs> Probably Isn't that funny? Except that. They just came out with monkeypox and they already have a vaccine for it and nobody's questioning that. Six feet, wear your mask. Six feet, wear your mask. Eat the zibugs. Live the pod. Get your shots like you're supposed to. So <laughs> get the shot and get. The get the shot and get three cricket meal. <laughs> get three cricket pops. Do, do and, it good, but your carbon footprint is too bad because you, you drove here today. <laughs> so you only get two cricket pops. <laughs> Dude, this is sad. This is so sad. People are just sheeple. Right? Ugh, it's so sad, you guys. Oh my god. Craziness. Yikes. So, you guys, make sure, try to wake up, try to wake your fellow people up. Please. Or don't make them eat the bugs. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, I'll be fending for I myself. I can't grow enough. Gar- I can't grow enough garden to support everybody. So you guys enjoy your. If you're if you're not awake at this point in time, like you enjoy eating your cricket pops and whatever you're gonna eat. Yeah, but I will. I'm gonna <clears throat> eat my fruit, my vegetables. That I, grow. I will only eat bugs on my own accord. Right. <laughs> I'm just at, I'm kind of at that point where um, um, I don't want to, once I get a stockpile built up of homemade goods and stuff, my goal and my plan is to not buy groceries from the grocery store anymore. Just other than trade your excess stuff yeah. for right. anything you have in excess, you could trade for things that you don't have and then right. yep. it's a lot of work, but. Yeah. It is a lot of work, but at least I'll know what's in my food. True that. And I know I will be eating bugs. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to prepare for any type of emergency, including natural disasters or food shortages or who knows, World War Three, all this kind of potential out there, you can support the Red Pill Project as well as prepare by going to redpills.tv slash patriot at this will take you to uh, my patriot supply and they offer long-term and short-term food storage water filtration and much much more when it comes to survival visit redpills.tv patriot please use that and if you don't want to uh, take advantage of any of their deals that they have there at redpills.tv patriot please buy extra food that is storable here and there every time you go to the store buy some extra cans store it um, everything you can and uh, one good way to filter water life straws 
They're fairly inexpensive. Buy some live straws. Once water is properly filtered, and of course read all the instructions, but really filter it first, and you could drink it to keep the filter cleaner. It's a great way to uh, filter your water on the cheap. Not a great long-term solution, but to get by in a pinch, definitely recommend it. Uh, anything you want to say to the good people on our way out of here this morning? You know, I would say even even if you're like, I can't afford life straws or I can't afford this or I can't afford that. One thing that you can remember, too, is the sun sterilizes things. So um, if you can, you know, if nothing else, you can you can make filters like and go to if you go to uh, redpills.tv, we have a news section in there and you can go in and you can search by articles and there's a lot of survival type articles in there go check those out it teaches you how to make a water filter it teaches you how to make a composting toilet i mean i know that sounds gross but it's one of those things where um you know shivery hits the fan right and you have to be able to deal with your bathroom stuff somehow why not turn it into something usable instead of something that's just toxic waste Right. I mean, there's a way of doing that in the process. Nobody likes to deal with that stuff, but um, it's kind of a fact of life unless you can figure out how to stop going to the bathroom, which <laughs> I don't recommend. <laughs> but there's a lot of different articles on there, how to grow gardens and how to do things. And, um, you know, go check all those articles out because it's got a lot of really good information. There's stuff that I've learned. There's stuff that I didn't know. Um, and not all of this stuff takes money. Because not all of us have bucket loads of money to spend on this and that and everything else. No. Um, in this economy, are... right? You know, I mean, and if you have buckets, lo- if you have buckets of money, you're probably well prepared for this anyway. Let's... Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh... But uh, <laughs> you there's always a be lot more of different things. But... You know, go dig worms out of your yard. Oh I mean, go water your yard and get your own worms and put them in a bucket or a tote or whatever you need to do. Offer them some aeration and. Throw your food scraps in there. Like, that doesn't cost anything, right? Totes um, are about $10 and, and, now. They used to be 2 $3. Right. $10. But who doesn't have extra totes laying around? Seriously. I didn't. I mean, I got, okay, fine, well. I just bought a bunch. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can figure out stuff, right? I mean, there's always a solution. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Um, and but look, definitely check you, this out and realize that. I think a little bit of money goes a long way. Five, ten dollars $10, you could do a lot. Um and if you don't have five or ten dollars, then I think that um, I hate to say it, but like, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, just being know, real. I mean, five bucks. This economy, this economy. And I know it's fucked, right? and some people just get in fucked up situations. But uh, trust right. me, I've been there. But a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, like. If yeah. you're getting by, look on, look on Facebook. People what? a lot of times will give that kind of stuff away for free. True, or um, there's other apps and stuff. But yeah. holy crap, it's tough out there, man. Yeah, summer, sure. uh, summer donated two diamonds, and she, I think she's crying, uh, crying or laughing. I'm not sure. Oh, that might have <laughs> been harsh, but uh, I don't know. It's it's true though, but you know there are solutions, and so. Um, I always, it's like I tell my kid, I'm like, you're either a problem maker or a problem solver, you know? So whenever he tells me, oh, you're going to do something, I'm like, are you a problem maker or a problem solver? 
So don't be a victim. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a victim. There's always a solution. You just have to want to look for it. Yeah, you have never to give up. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of stuff there. So I know, hope I didn't at, offend anybody. <laughs> well, you know, something tells me well, that there's not I mean. much of our audience that's uh, snowflakes, so we're probably fine. <laughs> Yeah, um, cow gal said you're screwed if you don't even have five bucks. Yeah, seriously. Um, well, yeah, exactly. In this day and age, of people want to be screwed. But you know, there. If you really are in that situation, um, first off, I don't know why you would be because there are plenty of social government programs out there that um, will give you money for free. So, like, and churches and stuff. Right, and there's a lot of worthless people in this world that do just fine, like with nothing as far as anything that they make and they still Income. get money. Yeah. Um, we, we've got professional bums in this country, so come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> they make I mean, even living. the homeless people, you know, seem to do okay, um, you know, begging for money, so. They don't do too shabby. All right. That's all we have tonight, you guys. Or tonight. Today. Oh, gosh. Are you, are you that anxious? I'm not anxious. I'm just, I had a Joe Biden moment. (laughs) You had a Joe Biden moment. And you're not even old. No. Like, at least I have an excuse. I'm just deeply damaged. Um, (laughs) Deeply damaged. (laughs) Poor bitch. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Thank you for not being snowflakes and for being um, with us during these troubling times as the world goes to shit. It's uh, truly an, an honor. Um, and thank you, Andrea, for being my partner in truth and going through this stuff. Um, tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific to see Joshua Reed go over the news and events of the day. Um, and we'll be back with it all week. So everybody take care, stay safe, prepare, and uh, God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.